Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's getting closer to midnight. I tried to get closer to you. Oh my god, my voice. Hi everyone. <laughs> I'm really fucking ill. Um, how are you? Welcome back to another episode of Leah on the Line. Sorry if I don't sound or seem myself in this episode. Um, I'm really ill. I've been vomiting for two days straight. My whole family, we've all been hit by this exact same bug. Like all of us are just bed bound. Like my mum came home from work today. Okay, basically it started. Let me just tell you the background. So my sister's little girl, Miley, she was sick like maybe a week ago now. I just threw up out of nowhere. But then she was just like absolutely fine the next day. But obviously you have to have like two days off school. Um, So then we wasn't really sure what that was all about. And then like a couple of days later, her little brother Frankie was sick and then he was literally fine like running around playing straight away so it was like hmm interesting maybe there's something going around who knows maybe they're just playing and then like being sick or they, their food isn't settled or something and then basically last night I threw up everywhere and so did my sister's other child she has three children and now all three of them were throwing up and then I was like messaging in my group chat like uh guys I've been sick like what the fuck is going on and then um my auntie messaged me cause she was down at the weekend she lives in London but she was down this weekend she was like yeah I was sick this morning I was like shit and then my mum walks through the door from work early looking like she's just been caught up in a tornado and I was like oh Jesus hun not looking good and she felt really really ill so she was she's now been in bed all day and then my brother came home from work being sick everywhere and now he's in bed so we are all ill every single one of us and my sister's now texting me saying that she's really ill so yeah if anybody cares we are all a little bit down down in the dumps today sorry to any emetophobics that might have been a bit triggering for you sorry I probably should have said trigger warning um but yeah, I'm really not feeling myself. So please cut me some slack if I'm not on form today. But I really, I won't miss an episode. I won't do it. I'm just going to try and, if I if I throw up, I will cut it out. Don't panic. But I feel like I'll be okay. Okay. 
How are you? Happy Tuesday. Did you guys enjoy the last episode? It was the He's a 10 but challenge. Absolutely loved it. Oh, I got a new review. Um, somebody's not very happy with me. They rated me three out of five, which I'll take. Listen, I'll take it. But she said um, she thought my latest X episode was really unfair and really horrible. Like to like take the piss out of a boy being like lactose intolerant. But I just want to say I'm joking. Like it's a joke. <laughs> like, if I was out of a guy and he was like, oh, I'm lactose intolerant, I would just be like, okay. Like I'm not going to be like, ew, bye. Can we get the check? Like, <laughs> and it just kind of made me laugh. But I, well, it didn't make me laugh, actually. You guys know I am I need everybody to like me. And if they don't, then I would just feel like I'm worthless. <laughs> but when I read it, I was like, no. Like, I really didn't expect people to think that I was being dead serious. But no, apologies to that girl. Maybe she's actually some tolerant. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, thanks so much. You guys have been so amazing recently. I mean, you always are, but... Yeah, you guys are just so supportive and so loving and you always just like send me really nice messages out the blue and I just love chatting to you. I love replying to you. They really lift my spirit. Like I feel like sometimes some of you know when I'm having a bad day. Like I was literally having a really shit evening the other night. Not really shit, but I was just having a bit of a downer. And I checked my DMs and some girl messaged me, like one of you lot, and she was like, "Um, you, you're amazing and you deserve the world. Just that. And I was like, what? Oh my God, I do not deserve you. And I just replied being like, oh my God, I'm literally going to cry. I love you so much. Um, But yeah, so yeah, shout out to you all. Love you so much. To anyone that doesn't even message, if you just listen to me, you've never even sent in a dilemma. You've never even, you don't even follow the Instagram. You don't even get involved with the poll. If you're just a listener and you don't even get involved, you still mean equally as much. Like, love you all. We are all best friends. Okay. God, I'm not feeling good, guys. It's not looking good, Bev. I can't lie. Okay, the weekly debate this week is, can you reignite the spark in a relationship? Now, I won't lie, I'm not sure about this one. So before I get into it, I'll start with my opinion, which I don't normally do. I normally start with yours, but fuck it. Right now, I don't know, to be honest. I feel like I've never successfully done it. So that's where my opinion starts. It's like, I've been in relationships where I'm like the spark's gone and we haven't managed to reignite it but then when we had Maddie on the podcast Maddie Grace Jepson shout out to her queen queen of my life um she said that you know she's been with her boyfriend a few years now and she's like you have to work out of relationship these are her words you have to do what you can to keep that spark alive so I think keeping it alive is one thing but then I'm not sure if I believe that once it's out you can reignite it so like I said I've never done this successfully I've been in relationships where I'm like we don't do anything anymore we don't enjoy each other's company like we used to we don't laugh the way we used to you know like I remember my last relationship when we first got together we'd like always go out and get bottles of wine and it was just me and him and like we'd have the best time and we was the best company with each other and then by the end of it it was like do you reckon maybe you could come Starbucks with me and it was like "Mm, can't and then by the end of it you're like ah spark's gone hand spark's gone so and i i just don't know if if it can be reignited reignited is that word but let's see what you guys are saying um somebody says i actually think only if there's a break involved because then the initial excitement returns okay that makes a lot of sense to be fair but that is another question i would love to ask like do you guys think a break can be beneficial because i mean look at ross and rachel he shags someone else. 
don't want to break. Do you know what I mean? Um, somebody says, I definitely did. I think time apart makes a big difference. Okay, so we're talking. Spark's gone out. Let's come away from each other and it's going to work again and we're going to go for those bottles of wine again and really enjoy each other's company again. So I need to hear some success stories on this one. Um, somebody says, depends why the spark went in the first place, I'd say. For sure. Like if it was a case of like, oh, we're both just like really busy or... I don't know, I work nights and he works days and, you know, we don't get to spend time together. But Or if it was like, he's cheated on me or I cheated on him and we decided to stay together and build on the relationship. It's really hard to get that spark back if there's been like a huge um, level of pain involved. Which, yeah, great point from you, honey. Um, if If life's been hectic for both parties and you just need to make more effort again, yeah. Yeah, but do you know what I have an issue with? I think this is why when, in my experience, when the spark's gone out, it's it's never really been successful in reigniting it. I hate the thought of somebody trying to make an effort to want to be around me. Like, I know this sounds stupid and, and I know relationships do take work, etc. But I hate the thought of being in a relationship where he has to force himself. Like, oh yeah, I should really make some time for Leah this week, you know. I think it's sweet, but at the same time, I want you to spend time with me because you want to spend time with me, not because you sh- you feel like you should. So I have a real issue with that, personally. Um, somebody says, I think it depends how long the spark has been lost. Most relationships go through a dip. Oh yeah, I actually really agree with this. So I've been in relationships where the spark's gone out temporarily and it just comes back on its own naturally. Nothing really needed to be changed. It was just like... I don't know, one of us was a little bit depressed for a while or like, I don't know, working extra hours or just like, we were just bickering a lot. Life was getting too much. And then it's like, well, you're good again. I think that's totally cool. Yeah, like that's normal. But like you said, if it's been gone for like, sometimes you can be in a relationship where you're like, we've not had a real spark for like a year. And personally, in my opinion and experiences, like there's no getting that back after a long period. Yeah. That is a really good point. Um, Sometimes you grow apart though. So no matter how much you try, it won't happen. Yeah, this is the thing. This is the thing as well. It's like sometimes you can really hold on to a relationship. You can do everything. You can work less hours. You can spend more time together. You can go on more dates. You can get into a new TV series and try to have more sex and stuff. But then sometimes no matter what you do, it doesn't feel the same it doesn't feel right do you know what I mean and that is the most devastating feeling because it's like this is out of my control I want to change this and I can't I actually totally totally get that um what else are you guys saying very wise today people's um oh okay this girl says yes but it will die away eventually you can't keep igniting it forever yeah I feel you I do um Yes, if you really want to, but if you've convinced yourself it's done, then it's done. See, this is the thing. Like, sometimes you'll be in a relationship where one of you's like, the spark's gone, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to make more effort. And the other person's like, the spark's gone, babe. And that, there's no salvage in that, surely. Um, Somebody says, I really hope so. I'm dating a guy and already feel like the spark's gone. I want to hear your advice. If you're just dating, like you're not even in a relationship, because obviously some people say I'm dating a guy and it means you're in a relationship. Some people say dating and it literally means like you're seeing each other. But if you're literally just seeing this guy and the spark's gone, girl, you deserve the spark to be there all the way fucking through, especially in the dating phase. Like, 
For me personally, if the spark's gone in the dating phase, I'm not pursuing it. What about you lot? Is that me just being really pathetic? Um, somebody says, it depends why or how the spark was lost in the first place. If you're willing to work for it, then yes, I would say so. As long as effort is involved from both sides. Yep, great point. Um, somebody says, no, I tried so hard, but I had to break up in the end. Yeah, I've been there, girl. Um... I think, yes, if the spark has gone because you're not making enough time for each other. But again, back to my point, I have this real struggle with like, why do you not want to hang around me? Like, why why do you not want to be around me? I used to I used to hate that thought. Um, yes, sometimes there's a reason it's lost, e.g. not happy in your job, etc. Ask to be dated again. This is a great point. Go on dates, she says. Have fun, change jobs. Sparks can definitely be reignited. Okay, I actually really like your outlook on this. Because I do agree that sometimes it is completely separate from the relationship. Why the spark can be gone. Sometimes it can just be completely outside noise. Um, and yeah, if if that is the case, I do have hope. I think maybe switch up shit that you're doing in your personal life and see if that helps the relationship because I can imagine it would. Um, let's have a look. If it's after childbirth, then I believe it can be. Hmm. Um, advice on how to do this with sex would be great. Okay, so the spark's gone sexually for you, hey? I mean, again, I feel like this is very similar because it could be a, a case of like, you know, mental health or exhaustion, tired, stressed, feeling insecure, like not not feeling confident in your body. Sometimes it's nothing to do with the relationship and the partner. So it really does depend. Um, yeah, that's a difficult one. I'd love to know what you guys think about that that part. Um, somebody says, yes, I'm going through it now and it feels so much better already. Okay, good. Um, change bits of the relationship, date again, sexy outfits, etc. Somebody says, absolutely no need. Oh, sorry. Absolutely need to have commitment from both sides though. Yeah, for sure. Because this is my thing, right? I don't believe, and I've said this loads of times, you know, when you first meet someone and you get butterflies and you fancy the fuck out of them and you're obsessed with them and they make you giggle and they make you all giddy, right? That shit does not last. It doesn't, like it fully doesn't. What lasts is your friendship, the way you can rely on each other, the way you can talk to each other, the way that you can communicate, the way that they take stress off your shoulders, the way that you show each other love, like that is the shit that makes a relationship last. So, you know, in our dilemmas, when they come up sometimes when she's like, oh, I've been with my boyfriend five years and I met a guy at work and I can't stop thinking about him. I always have to say this. I have to say, like, just remember that the way you feel now, you felt with your boyfriend when you met him. And that will go now. If you leave your boyfriend and you go with this new guy, it will go with him as well. So I think I agree in terms of like the spark can just go sometimes. But as long as you still have all of these important foundations to a long last and healthy relationship then it can be worked on because it depends on what you class as the spark is it the sexual chemistry is it the one-on-one quality time you're spending together is it the the laughing together like what is it for you that means the spark's gone we don't laugh together we don't go on dates anymore we don't watch tv together anymore or we just sit on our phones and we're together if you still feel like that is your best friend, that is your soulmate, you go to him for everything, he's your ride or die, you open up to him, he opens up to you, like, these are what, that is what is the foundations for a long-lasting, healthy relationship, in my opinion. Um, 
let's do a couple more somebody a lot of you say that it will go again like a lot of you say that you can fix it temporarily and it will just go again um let's read a couple more somebody says you shouldn't have to Mm, but this is the thing I I do believe you shouldn't have to be like oh shit I should really want to spend more time with I don't know Jack do you know what I mean I really don't really enjoy Ben's company at the moment maybe I should force myself like I don't think that I don't think you should have to do that but if you're like hold on a minute it's been like two months since we've actually spent some proper quality time together especially when you live together because I think I always say this there is a huge difference between spending time with somebody and just being around somebody and I think in my experience with guys especially I'll be the one that's like we didn't spend time together and they're like we live together because I've lived with both my boyfriends and that's they think that because you live together you're spending time together but that's not the case so I think it's really important that you don't neglect each other even when you live together um because it can be so easy to you're like I, I see you every fucking day what more do you want love but at the same time it's like I don't just want to see you like I don't just want to walk through the door and ask you how your day's gone and cook dinner and then go to bed and have sex like I want to spend time with you let's play a game do you know what I mean let's play fucking scrabble like let's spend quality one-on-one time together off of our phones me and you look into my eyes and pay attention to each other learn about each other talk to each other I think that is really important um and we'll finish off with this one I'll come back to you on this one because I'm currently in the process of trying okay will you do the social experiment for all of us (laughs) and we will we will um rely on you for for the outcome of this of this debate thank you darling love you loads all right let's get into some dilemmas so i'm going to kick off with this one um oh actually i'm going to save that one to the end because i've just popped a story up so basically let me just fill you in what's going to happen i popped oh no sorry i received an email from a lovely listener called rachel shout out to you babe who said she loves the thought of you lot being able to give your advice to dilemmas as well so I thought for one dilemma every Tuesday I'll pop up a story on my Instagram of any random dilemma and you guys can give advice as well and we can all sort of chirp in because sometimes I say it all the time and Rachel said this sometimes I'm like I really don't know what to fucking say I really don't know what advice to give and this is when I need you lot and I on the podcast I always go oh yeah what, what do you guys think but I didn't I don't know how I didn't even think of this idea so shout out to you Rachel you're very smart and I love you so much um so I'm going to save that to the end because I've literally just popped the story up as I started recording so I want to make sure enough of you get to get involved as you can so we'll come back to that one so let's start with this one hi Leah I need your advice with this dilemma this guy I met online was pursuing me for 18 months Jesus before I finally agreed to date him at the beginning of this year he knew that I didn't want anything serious but was adamant that I was going to be his girlfriend someday oh classic I've done that with guys though like when I'm talking to a guy they're like I don't want a girlfriend I'm like this sounds like heartbreak hotel but I'm checking in do you know what I mean because you just think you can change it don't you anyway yeah he was adamant he was very keen on me and was always and always wanted to spend time with me it was going really well and I started to get oh I finally started to get attached to him His parents live in a different country, but he saw them a few weeks ago for the first time since before the pandemic and was telling them all about me. Mm, Telling the parents, eh? So it's clear he still liked me and wanted to continue dating me. For sure. Last week, we finally slept together for the first time. I don't normally sleep with people that I'm not in a relationship with, so it was kind of a big deal to me. 
okay, queen. But since then, he has started to ghost me. Wanker, wanker, wanker. He can wait four to five hours before replying to my messages, which is really unlike him. No, when they suddenly switch up their behavior like that, get fucked. I'm sorry. We haven't made any plans to see each other again. And when I ask him, he says he's busy. Oh, fuck off. What do you fucking mean you're busy? You haven't been busy for the last 18 months, darling. Um... Am I just being paranoid or has he finally lost interest in me? Maybe he just enjoyed the chase. Now that we finally slept together, it's not exciting for him anymore. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Love you. Bye. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, you're worth so much more than the way this boy's treated you. Let's just get this one thing straight. Um, yeah, I do. I like your point about maybe he, um, well, I don't like it, but you know, it's a great point that maybe it's the chase you know, it's the classic boys want what they can't have and then they fucking get it and they're like, oh, boring. Yeah, grow up. Fucking pathetic. Where are you going to get in life behaving like that? Okay, you idiot. Anyway, (laughs) sorry. But I also think, right, if you guys don't listen to the girls' bathroom, you definitely should because if you like Leo on the line, you like the girls' bathroom and call her daddy and the receipts. But anyway, I was listening to the girls' bathroom a few weeks ago and they were talking about this, this theory. I can't remember what it's called, but it was basically about the guy when you go on a date with a guy he already knows he's already decided what he wants from you before he goes on this date or before he's whatever i'm just gonna keep talking because i don't know what i'm fucking going on about basically the the theory is jesus i'm gonna have a stroke what is going on with me oh god i'm really not well guys why am i acting like this doesn't happen every week it literally happens every week so the theory is when you go on a date with a guy and you say to yourself, I'm not going to have sex with him. I'm, I'm literally not going to have sex with him, right? It doesn't matter because... This is a theory, by the way. It doesn't matter because let's just say I I was going to go on a date with, I don't know, Bradley. And then I said to myself, I'm not going to sleep with him. I'm literally not going to sleep with him. But in Bradley's head, he was like, I want to have sex with this girl so bad. And that is all I want, right? And we go on a first date and I don't have sex with him. He's then not going to give up. He's going to go on a second date with me and I'm still not going to sleep with him. And then he's going to go on a third date with me because I'm a catch and I'm good fucking company, right? (laughs) And then I might sleep with him and then that's it. That's it for Leah and Bradley. Do I know a Bradley? I really don't. I'm talking about this and I'm getting a bit weird thinking, do I know a Bradley? No, I don't. So yeah, that is essentially the theory. Or... Bradley may have before the first date go that is wifey for me like I want to be her husband like she is everything I ever wanted in a girlfriend that is my soulmate that is my twin flame ow I hit myself in the head that is my partner right and I could go on this first date and sleep with him straight away that is not going to change Bradley wanting to wife me up right Bradley still wants to wife me he's just got a touch of the purse and now wants to wife me even fucking more all right yeah No, but what I'm saying is this could be a classic case of we don't know, we don't have a fake name for your guy, but let's call him Bradley. Bradley has pursued you for 18 months. You've been like, no, Bradley, I'm literally not into it. Then you're like, fine, I'll fucking give it a go. And he's he's buzzing because he's finally got what he's been chasing. He's buzzing. You're finally showing him that reciprocated attention, right? And then you have sex with him and he's got it. That's what he's wanted this whole time. Could be a case of that. Or it could be a case of something completely separate to you is going going on with him. Could be, he could be really stressed, could be struggling with his mental health, could be having some family issues. Let's not always associate 
um, a boy's behavior to how they feel towards you because sometimes they are not related. Um, but all I'm saying is it's not good enough. Like the four or five hour reply shit. Um, I, my personal feeling is like, I used to do this thing where you'd go, right, Bradley, well, you're obviously not into me. I'm not going to fucking do this shit anymore. You're taking four or five hours to reply. And you've had sex with me. And now this, your behavior's all switched up. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I used to do that. And now I just remove, remove myself. Just no, thank you. Just completely shut down from the situation and remove myself from it. I'm not even going to give you the time of day to explain to you that you've, that I'm bothered because they love it. And also, they don't feel bad. They don't care. They're not like, oh shit, I'm such a dick. Like, they're just like, oh my God, this fucking girl's so into me. Shut up. Like, you were obsessed with me for 18 months, Bradley. Like, you're lucky you got the fucking puss, all right? So, I feel like you should. Hmm. I don't know because it's a tricky one because it's like it's, we're not actually guaranteed here that he he is being a dick. But I actually, you know, taking four or five hours to reply after sleeping with me is being a dick. Have some respect, okay? Have some consideration to the fact that I've just, you know, allowed your penis into my vagina, and now all of a sudden your behaviour switched up. You're not stupid. You're not an idiot. You know that that's a bit strange. And you know, let's not let's not beat around the bush here. Pardon the pun if you don't know, if you do have a bush that is each to their own um but yeah I feel like either send him a message if if you do actually still want to pursue this depends on how into it you are because you did say you didn't want a relationship at the beginning and if that's the case just fuck it off and that's what I say but if you actually are into him then I think maybe just mention why why is your behavior switched up like just be honest with me like you know be a man and talk to me about it shall we shall we let's all be adults here um but yeah you deserve better than that so you know he he's been pursuing you for 18 months this is very embarrassing are you not embarrassed like you're literally sacking me off now this is embarrassing you're amazing and you deserve a king baby girl love you okay next dilemma ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, babe, I've recently discovered your podcast and loving the episodes. Oh my God, welcome, love you so much. I wondered if you could help me with a dilemma that I have, please. Of course, I'm going to give it my best shot. It's a bit of a strange one. I started dating a guy a few months ago and it's been going really well. Things have moved into the bedroom where he revealed to me that he has a fetish. Oh, I love a weird fetish, guys. Let's get into it. I don't really have a problem with kinks or fetishes in general. However, this one I need some advice on. His fetish is belly buttons. But I have always had this weird thing about touching belly buttons. Me too. If somebody touches my belly button, my automatic reflex is just to gag. Like, it's not for me. Anyway, he particularly likes deep inny belly buttons and wants to finger and lick them during foreplay slash sex. What, so he's fucking you and he's got his finger in your in your belly button? I have a really deep belly button, so I've met his criteria. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> belly button dirty talk is also a thing. What? What do you mean? He talks dirty to your belly button or he dirty talks about your belly button. He's like, yeah, let me lick that fucking belly button. No, really? Um, The main problem I have is I feel weird about belly button touching. I don't mind him looking slash pictures and I'm happy with the talk, but I'm not sure how I should deal with this. I want this to work out, but there's just something ingrained in me with the feeling of belly button touching. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you think I should try to get over my phobia type tendency or is it too far? I would also love to know if you've ever heard of this fetish. I did not know belly button infatuation was a thing and everything that comes with it. And am I the only one who feels weird when their belly button is touched? I suspect it's doubtful, but if you have any similar experience, then it would be much appreciated. Otherwise, any advice would be amazing. Let me know if you if you need to know any more. I'm happy to help. I'm sorry for the amount of times I said belly button. <laughs> Lots of love. Oh my God. Okay, so first of all, I have heard of this. Not like... I haven't heard the details that you're giving, like the the fetish in terms of like the touching and the talking and wanting to lick it and finger it. But my best friend was seeing this guy and he had a thing with belly belly buttons. Like he would say it to me. He'd be like, I just fucking love belly buttons. I would like finger your belly button just like as a joke. But then she told me that he actually genuinely does find them like horny. And I was like, oh, but I didn't, I didn't ask much more than that. But now that you've said this, I feel like I want to message her and be like, how deep was this belly button thing that thing he had? Because I've, I've met his match. (gasps) Could be him, to be fair. Imagine that. That would be crazy. Um, So first of all, you said, um, should you try to get over your phobia? Listen, you should never, ever, ever do anything that you're not comfortable doing especially in the bedroom okay just in general as a life rule don't do anything you're uncomfortable doing for a partner or for anyone 
but definitely don't do anything that you're uncomfortable doing in the bedroom. If it's not for you, it's not for you. And if he's like, well, if you don't let me fucking lick out your belly button, then it's over, then it's over. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to pressure me into doing something because it could have been any other phobia and I wouldn't do it just because it's my fucking belly button and it's on the middle of my bloody stomach. Doesn't mean I'm comfortable with it. Like, if a guy was like, oh, my fetish is like... I have to I have to have three fingers up the bum hole at all times and you're like I don't want to put three thing three fingers up your bum hole you know that would be a normal response so don't feel like you have to do this just because you want to please him don't do anything just to please somebody um but if you feel like you can get on board with it and you're willing to get on board with it great you he may have met his dream woman um but yeah, like you said, it feels weird when he touches it. I think if you're willing to, like, don't do it because you feel pressured. Do it because you don't think it's it's a big deal, okay? Don't do it out of pressure. Don't do it out of wanting to keep him happy. Don't do it out of fear of losing him. Like, trust me, you would ra- we would rather lose somebody that makes us do things we don't want to do in the bedroom than do things we don't want to do in the bedroom, okay? That is just a general life rule. Um, so... I mean, I'm with you on the hate it being touched. I don't want my belly being belly button being touched. If I was with a guy, let me picture. I was with a guy and I'm having sex and he's like, can I finger your belly button? I'm saying, what the fuck did you just say? And if he's like, I said, can I finger your belly button? I'm saying no. No, absolutely positively not. No, I haven't cleaned that. I've, I forget about it in most showers. All right. And there, that's the truth. Sometimes I have belly button fluff and I don't want that anywhere near you or your tongue or your willy. Does he want to put his willy in it? God, I'm getting so intrigued by this. But yeah, honestly, don't do anything you're not comfortable doing. And yeah, love you. Thank you for sharing that. Very interesting. I kind of want to hear more. Okay, next dilemma. Help, I hate my friend's cheating boyfriend. I'm not surprised by the title. Okay, let's get into it. Hello, Angel. Sorry, this is a long one. No, never apologize. We love the long dilemmas. So my friend has been with her boyfriend for three years. Oh, you've given me a name and I don't know if it's her real name. So I'm going to change it in case. Let's call her... Let's call her Gemma, just because I just watched Love Island. Okay. My friend Gemma has been with her boyfriend for three years. We're 23, 24, by the way. She's just recently moved to England for him. Myself and Gemma are from Scotland. I've always liked him. He seemed sweet and always treated her well. Until recently, one of our mutual friends was on Tinder and saw him. She screenshotted it and it sent it to me so I could tell Gemma. Let's call her boyfriend Luca. So, Luca works away offshore, and when I told her she just dropped him off at the airport, she immediately called him, and he said it wasn't him. Someone's made a fake account. Oh, shit. Sorry. For some reason, I just didn't process that. So, we found Luca on Tinder. Somebody's found Luca on Tinder. Shit. Shit. Okay. Why didn't I not process that? Okay. Shit. Luca's on Tinder. I'm almost certain this is not the case as no offence, but no one would want to use his pictures. Oh, burn. Also, the bio on Tinder had said, I'm going to be in Glasgow on Tuesday night. Hit me up. And Gemma admitted to me that the only people who knew he was going to be there was his fa- was her and his family. I can't see his dad setting up a fake profile of him. <laughs> Ew, why is that so great? Also, my friend saw his profile when she was hours away from his location. 
so she can see him. So he kept denying it. It was him. Wait, hold on a minute. Oh, sorry. Also, my friend seen his profile when she was hours away from his location. So he'd paid for Tinder premium. So other people in different locations can see him. Ew. So he kept denying it was him and she believes him. I have such bitter feelings towards them and their relationship now. Like I can't feel happy for her. This happened one or two months ago and now they have bought a dog and I can't help but not be happy for them and whatever milestones they achieve. How do I stop these feelings? Do I just need to accept them being together now? Oh my God, that's so shit. So I think it was in the first couple of weeks of the podcast. One of the first weekly debates was, um, do you stand by your friend who goes back to her toxic boyfriends? Um, and a lot of you said no. And my advice was, as a friend, if they're in a toxic situation, whether it be emotional abuse, cheating, whatever, you have to be there to pick up the pieces no matter what. So as we all know, we've all been there. When you're with somebody or seeing somebody and people are telling you, red flag, run for your life, not a nice guy, he's cheated on this girl in his past and he did this in his past and he's going to hurt you. You just go, la, 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 can't hear you, can't hear you, literally not listening to you. And the thing is, they don't listen and we don't, we're not going to listen to you. So the thing is, you could sit her down like the friend you are and go, babe, your boyfriend's a lying, cheating scumbag who's on Tinder, you deserve better, let's walk away. And she's going to go, no, he told me it was a fake profile, like it wasn't him. And deep, deep down, she knows it was him, but she does not want to believe it. And she won't believe it until it's too late. (laughs) So I think you can have these conversations with her and be like, look, babe, you deserve better. If you truly deep down believe that he was on that Tinder profile, you don't deserve that. Like you deserve this amazing relationship and you can get that. You can get that away from Luca. Like do not settle for Luca ever. You're, You're Gemma. You do not need Luca. But... If she's not willing to hear you out, then all you can do is be like, look, I understand. I will be here for you. I'm your best friend. No matter what you decide to do, I'll stand by you. If all shit hits the fan, I will be there to pick up the pieces to drag you through to the other side. Or if it goes really, really well, then I'll also be here to celebrate for you. So yeah, it's really difficult being in your situation, like watching somebody you really love and care about choose something that you know is not good for them. But at the same time, like I said, she ain't gonna listen. She's going to do it anyway. And it's just really fucking unfortunate that she is in this position. But you sound like an amazing friend because you obviously care about her. And I don't think you should feel guilty for saying like, oh, I, I'm struggling to be happy for them with their milestones and stuff. Like I would 100% be the same. Like you'd be like, oh, you fucking little dick. Like you cheating little bastard. Get in a fucking little, get a little French bulldog. Think it's going to make up for it, do you? No honestly just to care and like just be that invested in your in your friend's happiness is enough like you're that much of a good friend that you're actually you care about her happiness that makes you a good friend so you know you're not doing anything wrong support her love her be there for her support her in her good decisions bad decisions and you know hopefully if if the roles were ever reversed and you were with somebody that she knew wasn't any good for you she'd still be there for you every single time do you know what I mean and yeah, I love you. You're amazing. 
Okay, babes, I hope you're all hanging on tight this episode. I'm really, really struggling to get through it, but I am giving it my best shot because I love you all so much. All right, let's move on to one last dilemma. This is the one that I've popped up on my Instagram story, asked you guys for your advice. Um, Let's read it out. You have all of the Leo and the Liners at your service today, babe. All of the best friends here for you. Okay. So this isn't much of a dilemma, just looking for some advice. It's maybe something other people have felt, but I've recently been feeling pretty insecure and I keep getting a bit down looking back at pics, even just from last year, just constantly thinking I was in better shape and just generally look better and comparing to myself now. It's a strange one because I'm sure last year I probably didn't even feel comfortable with how I looked and now I wish I looked how I did then. Just something I wish I didn't worry about or let get me down if you get me. Let me know what you think. I might just sound silly. Lots of love. No, you don't sound silly. Listen, every single girl on this planet can relate to you. So before I read out what you guys say, I just want to say um, I can relate. I've been there. Like I really go through phases and it can it can change in a matter of days. Like it's happened to me recently. A couple of weeks ago, I was actually feeling 10-10. I was like, do you know what? I am really happy with the the shape I'm in I'm really happy with the quality of my hair at the moment my skin's really amazing and I was feeling really lucky and just really beautiful right and then about three days later I was like I'm disgusting like I'm actually disgusting I need to get down that gym I need to start eating healthy I need to drink more water my skin's disgusting it honestly can change like that for me it's so weird um but that just shows it's in your head like I haven't changed that much in three days do you know what I mean so much of it is in your mind and the way that you're feeling in yourself it's not actually what you're seeing in the mirror um but another thing that I always remind myself is how lucky I am to actually have these problems like to to be looking in the mirror going oh like I look a little bit chubby in this dress like that's such a nice problem to have like there are people that are starving people that would do anything to go on a night out people that would do anything to just like spend the night out in the town but they're really really ill and they can't do like there's so many things that happen and I think do you know what I am so lucky and I sound so pathetic saying that and I hate saying shit like that because everyone's like oh fuck off oh when when where well done you like you're the bigger person and I don't mean it like that I just mean it in terms of like I just really practice that like gratitude and being like my life is so like special and especially my body like when I would get really down about my body I think I'd think of it as like something separate to me right and I'd be like my poor heart in there beating away pumping around my body all this blood like oh that makes me feel sick but like my body is working so hard to keep me alive and I'm there slating it like when you actually deep that it's actually so sad and then I also always think about like little nine-year-old Leah and I think, oh, you beautiful girl, like you, you sweet, beautiful girl. Why am I hating you so much? Do you know what I mean? Because that's who I am inside. That's who you are inside. And that makes me feel so sad. But I get you, like it doesn't make you feel confident. It just makes you, it just makes you not want to have those thoughts, but it doesn't make you love yourself anymore. Not, not properly anyway. So yeah, it is difficult. It's really difficult. Self-love is so difficult to practice, but you it really you, you have to practice it. I think self-love is such a fucking skill. Um, let's see what you guys are saying. Um, somebody look here, somebody says, I'm so bad for this right now. Hope us girls get some help. I can guarantee you 
so many people listen to this. I think more people listen to this than not will be able to relate to that feeling. Um, somebody says, when you get tempted to look, do something to distract yourself. You're a bad bitch now. We grow as life. Yeah, this is another thing. I used to like just fantasize this teenage body that I used to have. And I was like, I'm a 25 year old woman now. I don't have the same body I had when I was 16, 17. And that's normal. Like, and I think this is the issue is like, we, we look back at our teenage bodies and we think, oh, to be that tiny again. But we're adults now. We're not teenagers anymore. Do you know what I mean? Um, when you're 80, you'll wish you wore that bikini on holiday and didn't cover up all those years. So I think this recently, right? I'm 25, okay? So I haven't got many years of my super slutty mini skirts left in me. Realistically, like I can't be strutting around in an ultra mini 90s style skirt in my 30s. Realistically, because I'll probably be a mum at that point, hopefully, if I'm lucky enough. So I thought, I had this realisation, I was like, I've only got a few years left to dress like a little slut bag for the rest of my life. And I never get my legs out. I'm always a baggy jeans, baggy trousers, baggy hoodie, baggy jumper, trainers. I dress like like a boy. I literally wear boys' clothes. Everything I wear is boys. And I was like, I'm going to look back and go, I have. I had these beautiful legs. I had this lovely little figure. And I covered it up in baggy shit. So now when I go on a night out, I'm like, I'm getting my fucking legs out. I'm, get, I'm getting out these legs 11. All right. So... Maybe think about it like that, that it's like, appreciate it while we've bloody got it. Do you know what I mean? Um, this is another very important look. Remember, you are more than just your looks. Loving yourself starts with more than just your looks. Finding stuff that makes you feel good inside like activities. So this is 100% true. When I would get down about my appearance or my body or my skin, I think, do you know what? I'm a fucking good person. I've got a nice heart. I treat people well. I'm honest. Do you know what I mean? I have good intentions. I'm kind. And I always think that about myself. I think, do you know what? Is it that deep? Like, yeah, my skin's playing up like fuck. Or like, yeah, I've eaten absolute junk for two weeks straight. And now my belly is in pain. The stretch I've put on that fucking thing. And then I think, do you know what? I'm a nice person. And I treat people well. And I have a good heart. And I have good intentions. So you know, appreciate that about yourself as well. Cause that is, you know, you could be an absolute 10 on the outside, but if you're not, if you're not good looking on the inside, it means nothing. Like beauty's beauty come from within a hundred one million percent. Um, somebody says, do something every day that makes you fall back in love with yourself. I love that idea. So when I fell out of love with myself, I started to journal a lot, um, which did help. Um, Summer Fox actually helped me. She gave me that. She gave me that tip. Um, what else? I don't know what I do that makes me love myself. To be honest, I can't lie. I don't really have anything like that. Like I'm not really someone that likes to go for walks. To be brutally honest, it's not really my thing. Um, get dressed up. Take pictures. Go on nights out. Get that attention, girl. Okay, yeah. That is what helps me. I can't lie. I can't lie. I'm a Leo. What can I say? I feel better about myself when I make an effort, when people recognize it. I mean, listen, I can't lie. My validation fucking comes from other people, okay? That's one thing I'm working on. So, yeah, I think that's great advice as well. If it works for you, which it definitely does for me, try it. 
Um, filter who you follow on Instagram. There are beautiful people on here in all shapes and sizes. So true. There is absolutely no shame in muting or unfollowing somebody because they don't, they aren't good for your mental health. And remember, social media is fucking fake, all right? Social media is fake as shit. I 100% feel this at times. Um, you're not alone, but take this time to work on yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, somebody says, your body is the least interesting thing about you. There's so so much more to you. I love that. I love that. As women, we're never truly happy with our bodies. So just embrace life. Life is too short. However, it's easier said than done. I'm guilty of this myself, but no one actually cares. This is so true. Um, somebody says, make yourself feel good. Skincare, fitness, whatever makes you happy. Somebody says, do you feel it may stem from the breakup or is this separate? Okay, I think she thinks this was my dilemma. No, honey. I had to keep it anonymous, girl. Um, I feel the exact same. Interested to hear the advice. So many of you feel the same. Um... Babe, fill your in with positivity accounts. I promise it makes all the difference. Love it. I try to remember we have one life and we live on a rock. And like she said, you can never win. This is so true. Uh, like, th- we live on a... We literally live on a rock. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, when you think about it, it's actually so annoying that looks is like a thing in our generation. Like, when you think about it, like, I think how happy we could have been if that just wasn't a thing. But then, like, we wouldn't have influencing we wouldn't have influencing we wouldn't have fashion we wouldn't we wouldn't have makeup we wouldn't have hair like as as an industry not as a thing yeah that is true actually listen i think the way we look is a beautiful thing everybody looks so different and how amazing is that you know like and our bodies forever change it's amazing our bodies are amazing this is our home like your body has been there since the beginning that is your one place that you will be forever. That is your home. Look after it. Love it. Nurture it. Appreciate it. Be grateful for it. You know, like, especially health-wise. I always think this, you guys know, with health anxiety and stuff. But where I'm in such a, like, po- like positive thinking space now, I always think to myself, like, my body is... I don't want to say it out loud because I don't want to fucking jinx it. But it's so good to us. Do you know what I mean? Our bodies are so good to us. Like, if you had to think about it, you don't fucking let me down, babe. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, 25 years, I'm so lucky. 25 years, you haven't let me down. I don't want to fucking jinx that. I keep touching wood. But honestly, that's what I think to myself when I get upset about my appearance. I think, look at me. I'm so fucking lucky to be living my life the way I do. Anyway, God, that got very deep very quickly, didn't it? And I'm starting to feel very nauseous again. So I will wrap up the episode, but honestly, thank you so much for all of your advice. It was really good to get you guys involved on that one. I hope it helped. You're worth so much and I love you and you're amazing and perfect and beautiful and gorgeous and stunning and talented and funny and smart and everything, everything that you look at and other girls, you're that as well, babe. Do you know what I mean? Girls look at you and think the same thing. So (sighs) this is the thing, Beyonce is insecure, right? Ariana Grande is insecure. Selena Gomez is insecure. All these people that we look at and think they're absolutely beautiful. Hayley Bieber, Madison Beer, they are insecure. They look at other girls and think, oh my God, I wish I looked like you. That's crazy. I know. So, honestly, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But yeah, honestly, love you guys so much. Make sure you send in any dilemmas. Send in your confessions ready for Friday. you got a couple of days to get them in. So, get them in, girl. 
um and yeah just love you appreciate you have the best week be be sensible well you don't have to be sensible actually if anything don't be sensible because i need the content for the confessions um and yeah love you so much you are the best friends ever um thanks for always being here for me every week you know you're literally my rocks sorry i haven't really sounded like myself this week i've been a bit well i'm a bit ill i've been very ill but i'm good i promise i'm good i'm just ill i will be back i'll be back on top form i'm loving life again in no time <sighs> did anybody else catch my yawn then did i make anybody yawn sorry isn't that weird like, if you actually think about it why does watching somebody yawn or hearing somebody yawn or there's a picture in the tube station of a girl yawning every time i see that bitch she makes me yawn and i think she's fucking done it again isn't that so weird it makes no sense it doesn't make any sense i don't get it but yeah all right guys i can't shout because it's 20 to midnight and i'm sick so i'll do a quiet love you bye but hopefully you guys will sit with me and to pump up the volume you know all right, I will speak to you on Friday for a new Confessions episode. You guys are amazing. I love you so much. Thank you for everything you do. You are the best friends I could ever ask for. Please never, ever feel like I don't appreciate you because I really hand on heart do more than anything. I feel like I don't say it enough. I mean, I try and say it every week, but I still feel like I can't really get it across how, how I actually feel. Um, But yeah, I love you guys. You're the best ever. And I will speak to you on Friday. Remember, if you get drunk, don't text your ex. Text me instead. And I'll always be there. I love you. I love you. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.